Thanks to Hawthorne for supporting FilmSack. Hawthorne is a premium, tailored, personal care brand that makes it easy for guys to feel and smell their best. Take Hawthorne's quiz today and get started on your personalized self-care routine by going to hawthorne.co and using the promo code FilmSack to get 10% off your first purchase. Talking helps make the nightmares go away. Mom, Chucky was trying to take over my soul. Why? Who's this bad man who got inside my good guy doll so he wouldn't have to go to hell. But then he wanted to get inside me. Why, Andy? Because if he stayed inside the doll too long, he'd be trapped in there. He needed me because I was the first person he told a secret to. What secret? That his real name was Charles Lee Ray. Boy, that's a scary dream. I'm alive! I'm alive! <laughs> this is Film Sack. Oh, sure. Everybody, welcome back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack. Sorry, I'm laughing because somebody sniffed really hard during the <laughs> intro. I don't know who that was? Crack me up. Part of Halloween. What are you gonna do? Uh, hey, it's uh, me, Scott Johnson here. It's Film Sack. It's uh, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. This is episode 486, and I'm joined today on this October episode by Brian. Want to hear me say your name backwards? Dunaway. Oh, the v- 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 oh hi. hi. Grab your bags and sort your goodies while we spin you a tale from the sack. Hello and welcome to the Good Guy Build-A-Buddy Workshop, now open in the Chicago Mall. Today we have invited a few lucky kids from the Chicago Orphanarium for the chance to build their very own licensed and totally official and totally not evil talking Good Guy doll. All right, (laughs) little orphaned Andy. That's right, little orphaned Andy. Grab a metal doll head and uh, and some recycled old people dentures from that bucket next to you, and get over here. <laughs> pour some hot plastic all over that mess, and I'll supervise from a safe distance. Hey, you're doing great, Andy, but don't look at me, Andy. Look at the doll, not me, Andy. The doll. All right, calm down, calm down. We have a burn kit on the way. Stop crying and grab some eyes out of that bucket you knocked over when you were flailing about. Now, carefully load those eyes into the eye gun. Yeah, we got one of those. We're going to have you shoot the eyes right into the doll's face. I know it may sound ridiculous, but trust me, it really is the only way. Okay, everybody, it looks like Andy has ironically shot his own eyes out with his eye gun. Okay, hang on, Andy. I have a plan. I'm going to transfer your life force into your doll with a voodoo chant I learned in a mall gel a few years back. Okay, here it goes. Mechaleka high, Mechaleka heine ho, Orange Julius, Corn Dog Seven, give me the power, Claire's. I beg of you, Andy. Andy, are you in there? Okay, Andy's dead. No, wait, he stabbed my leg. It's good. It looks like he is going to be fine. Hey, Andy, don't do that. What's that, Andy? Call you Chucky. All right, Chuck. Let's get you back in the bus. Oh, you want a piggyback ride? Okay, hop on. Hey, I'm so tight, Chuck. Hey, and and now for something really evil, Randy. <laughs> wow that was fantastic i especially liked your your um your ceremonial utterances there. yeah your chance yeah, yeah yeah that was good i like that a lot also with us and joining us today randy 
When you need batteries, look no further than the good guy batteries, Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. 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 All right. Here we go. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Drop umbrella. Just let it go, I guess. Eeny, meeny, miny, my. Very hard rain, but streets are dry. Eeny, meeny, miny, mod. If you wave a rotary grinder about half an inch above a surface, nothing happens. I can see you not making contact with that thing, Todd. Mm, Todd. Eeny, meeny, miny, choke. Teenager secret bedroom smoke. Eeny, meeny, miny, mile. Take a girl and name her Kyle. Eeny, meeny, miny, mys. Put more eyes into your eyes. Eeny, meeny, miny, mash. That's a gold card, and it's as good as cash. It's as good as cash. Good as cash. That was a good rhyme. Last one. Eeny, meeny, miny, mass. Oh, there's more. What do you want me to do with this doll? Put it up my ass? Okay. I'll have to take it home with me then. Thank you. Oh, very very good. Uh, by the way, we got to talk about Kyle. Okay, moving on. Oh, lotion. Finally, <laughs> Brian, Tommy's been in the basement since last night, Ibit. <laughs> so true. <laughs> what is up, YouTube? It's your boy Jimmy here with another episode of Restoration Nation. Oh. Today, we're going back to the 1980s to restore this childhood friend to a whole generation of kids, the Good Guys doll. Hugely popular when they were introduced in 1988, they've seen a resurgence in popularity lately thanks to the new adult-oriented gritty crime drama series on Netflix. But thanks to you guys in the Restoration Nation family, especially Larry Ferguson in Pocatello, Idaho, who found this guy in a landfill just down the street from his sad little apartment. Thanks, Larry! <laughs> well, as, as you can see, this doll has definitely seen better days. We're going to begin by scraping off some of the soot and dirt and grime with handy exacto knife there mm. we go all right now we can see his face okay this little dude is missing an eye so let's walk over to the box of replacement parts and see if we can find another one ah here we go you know it's really important to make sure that the eye colors met oh hey where'd my exacto knife go that's weird <laughs> could have thought i left it right here oh well anyway we'll use our putty knife to help push in this new eye and there we go good as new Okay, we can see over here that somehow, probably while he was in that landfill, his hand got broken off and this steak knife got somehow wedged in there. Now it's stuck in there pretty good, so we're going to have to use some heat to loosen up the plastic to be able to pull it out. Fortunately, I've got my acetylene torch handy for just this purpose. All right, kids, make sure to always wear safety glasses when you do stuff like this. All right, let me go under my workbench to turn on the acetylene. And we're ready to... Uh, oh, where's my torch handle? All right, well, we'll wrap it up for now, but make sure to smash that subscribe button so you don't miss next week's unboxing episode where we open this weird puzzle box I got from a guy with a bunch of pins stuck in his face. Dude, I would totally subscribe to that channel. Yeah, you brought it You brought it right up to current day, man. Well done. Yeah. yeah. Modernized it. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Oh this God. is where we are in the YouTube generation now with this movie Child's I, Play 2. I, I need to take this as a pitch to Mark Rober. He should have... He should fictionalize his own channel. Sure. Yeah, put some story in there. Exactly this. He should get haunted. Yeah, I like it. And then some other channel who chases ghosts, they should try to figure out why he's haunted. That'd be great. Let's get, let's cross this. I mean, the word haunted is right for Child's Play, too, right? This is, I mean, just sort of. Is it haunted or to exist? It's possession. Possessed, right? Yeah. 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 It's more like demonic possession trope, I guess. I don't know. The Child's Play movies have always been a little confusing to me because. Uh, if you're going to be put 
Well, I'm, I haven't seen the first movie, so do we? What's the origin of him getting into the doll in oh, the first place? Oh, super! Yeah, that was actually You haven't seen the first one. The first one is great. Oh, I, yeah, I I look yeah. forward to you. Oh, really? Both you guys should, nope. should check it out. Is this was this was my very first of any child's play movie viewing. Same. Interesting. Same. So the first one, uh, there is a strangler serial killer uh, named Charles, and he is running from a a detective who is chasing him. He ends up in a toy store. Uh, and is shot, and so he, as he is, as he is passing away, he uh, transfers his body uh, to a Chucky doll or good guy doll, uh, and using a voodoo incantation that he that he knew. So, so instead of going to hell, he transfers his spirit into that. Uh, ends up in ends up being in the back alley of a street somewhere where the, where the Chucky doll ends up, and uh, and there everybody is looking for one that year. And someone picks it up, sells it to Andy's mom or Andy's mom's friend. And mm-hmm. this is how the whole thing starts. So he literally transfers his spirit and soul into, into this good guy doll, which is. We, we, we talk about sequels and how some of them need the backstory and some of them really, really don't. And I feel like this is one that doesn't. I really I genuinely felt like the first movie could have been anything and this right. movie is just fine. Like the, seriously, the first movie could have been a Vietnam War movie, and this movie <laughs> make, it makes perfect sense. Like off we go, you know? Right? Well, yes and no. I mean, you've seen the previous movies, right? Uh, I, I saw, the, you first, saw the first one. I saw the yeah. first one when I was a teenager at a Halloween party. Mm-hmm. It was one of those first. Like, well, I had a friend who had a Halloween party every year, starting when we were about fifteen, and the first year we watched. Right, right. Uh, Gosh, what it was the first. Oh, nobody pays saw. attention to those parties though, right? You're just all you're there for the girls. Uh, and, right? I don't yeah, know. You, my my set, I remember my little crew of people sitting on the floor of her living room okay. paying attention to uh it was it was The Haunting was the first movie. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. And then yeah. and then the next year we watched the first child's play. And man, this was Boy, y'all went went to went up. Yeah. Oh yeah, well because mm-hmm. my, between 15 and 16 you get you, your right. tastes get uh, uh very they grow very fast. Um the but my memory of of watching like I've only watched it the one time and my memory of watching it was uh doll gets possessed, kills everybody, but doesn't really have this kind of personality that he has in this movie at all. Like I don't remember right, the first, right. you tell me Brian what the, the first child's uh, play No, it, a big he, deal. Right. Uh, you don't see him as much in the first one. Um, and, and really, I mean, they really upped their game a lot because the first one, the doll wasn't that animated, especially in the facial features. So mm-hmm. this one, you get a lot more of that. However, I must say the first one's reserves the scariness a lot more. So you're, it's a lots of anticipation from the, mm-hmm. from the trailer. Cause I watched the trailer right before I watched this, just to kind of get an idea of the of the evolution and i kind of agree with you randy i mean the maybe you don't need the first movie to be able to appreciate this one i think it would have helped and and kind of known that backstory but really i mean you know it's a possessed doll this i think we talk about it i I think it helps i'm sorry i think it helps uh with the andy character more than anything i think yeah i think think it's a pretty simple simple character because we um this would have been one of those we, we joke about this all the time but the movies where the sequels opening credits are kind of like a rehash of what happened in the previous movie. Right. And, right. or even before the credits, you get kind of like a, uh, a little flashback kind of thing. This would have been at least good for, all right, what happened to Andy's family? Because um, 
it wasn't until I went back and looked and said, oh, okay, mom's in a mental institution. I thought mom might have right. died in the first. Yeah, they kind of didn't play that very well. Really glossed uh, over it quickly. Yeah, oh, yeah big time. Yeah. Yeah, it's like and and you don't really understand why Andy is so freaked out about the doll if you didn't see the first one. I mean, you, you kind of understand on the surface. It's like, oh, yeah, kid kid had nightmare about a doll and he's kind of apprehensive about it. But I mean, there's a lot different than that. Their their backstory goes is quite intense. Well, I <clears throat> I assume just watching this because, again, I haven't seen the first one either. I thought maybe he's just bounced around, like the first movie was his first bouncing around between foster families or something like he's always been on his right. own. Like, no, I, I really didn't get that all. part or it didn't sink into me that, oh, this is in the aftermath of his actual family being. you know, Right, right. He just apart. had he lived with a uh, single mom uh, who had a best friend and it was just this constant uh, uh, not believing the kid. And uh, the police didn't believe the kid. The mom didn't believe it first, but eventually she was brought around. So it, it I feel like that was, I think that should have been rehashed. And, I think you're right. I think that and, might have helped some. Mm-hmm. And the one, the one thing I, I want to say about the first movie that I feel is is really interesting and fun is that it had it stars Chris Sarandon, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Prince Humperdinck from right. from yep, yep. Princess Bride, and he's just really he's just really good. Like this is a guy. Yeah, that, he does a good job. That that you know you can't uh, look away from. Uh, you can't look your ears away from, of course, Brad Dourif, who is the voice of Chucky in, <laughs> in both of these movies. Um, it's just like I, I was so thrilled when we when we turned on Child's Play 2 and it said it was starring Brad Dourif as the voice of Chucky. I was just like, yes, Grima Wormtongue is the perfect mm-hmm. human being for this thing. Maybe second only to Andy Serkis in, in terms of potential with his voice, you know? Right. Yeah. And uh, I, yeah, I, I, I think uh, this one, this one doesn't enjoy a, a, a very high rating. No, it's no. not as popular as the others. And I think I, I know why it's kind of this, this one plays it kind of straight. Mm. They don't, they don't have anything outlandish. Even the first one seemed kind of outlandish in the way things were portrayed. This one kind of seemed like the characters acted kind of like we would in mm. a horror movie. Mm. And I, I, we've talked about this before. If, if, I don't know. if I wouldn't be a dick uh, foster parent, if you're, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah, you I, would come on. <laughs> you're the worst. The big suspension well, of disbelief. Okay. The yeah. big thing you have to give up on is, is not actually thinking about the supernatural stuff. It's thinking about the natural stuff. You have to, you have to forget that people would, you know, you have to, you have to convince yourself that people would blame the kid even right. though it's obvious that there's some other force at work here, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. All of that, all of those misunderstandings, you know, there's a bunch of sitcom misunderstandings. Oh, they drive household. me crazy. It may as well be Jack Tripper in a room with a girl and everyone thinking they were doing it. Like it's that, it's that same kind of notion where the parent or the, the foster parent walks in right as he's standing there. The doll has got freaking stealth roles, advantage yeah. roles, and the kid's standing there with a freaking electric knife. And you're like, yeah, all right, yeah. you've been in here all night doing shit. Like, my oh, gosh, oh, uh, Garrett Graham, uh, the the foster dad. Yeah. Oh man, his his look and his face. I just I love when he was coming down the steps and he's all complaining at Andy, and then that look on his face when he gets tripped up. He yeah. he just makes the best fall. He made yeah. a pretty pretty good fall. Yeah. He's uh, a big, big time, um, uh, big time 
character actor, like lots yeah, of appearances yeah. and stuff, huge long list of appearances. And mm. I'm sure we'll talk about one of those later on. Uh, Aren't they mostly uh, horror what? movies, his, his stuff, or am I mostly horror movies, but a lot of sitcoms, a lot of, um, a lot of te- lots and lots of television. Interesting. Right. Oh, yeah. Here it I, is. I found that the the way they wrote Chucky in this one, I found it. I found it unlikely that Chucky would have went out and tried to get Andy and that he would try so hard uh, to not be seen by the parents. I mean, to the Toy Story level of not being seen, like uh, trying to kill Andy at school and then returning home and and putting himself back in the same spot in the basement. Mm-hmm. I'm like. That really wouldn't be necessary Which, to convince the the you know the Simpson family, right? And and especially if the soul if it's the soul of a vicious serial killer who mm-hmm. likes right. to kill people, yeah. Like I don't I, I I was a little annoyed by that because like he he would have gotten his way if he had just killed everyone else in the house first and then right. focused on the kid, right? Yeah, right, right. Plus he would. I mean, there's the one piece of of this that you always have to put behind you. Probably the reason I never watched it in the first place, and it's this park your brain to the door thing of that doll has enough core strength and, and center of yeah. gravity to do anything. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the like only even, way you would be in trouble is if you actually offered him a, a piggyback ride. Yeah, right? exa- That's exactly. What I was, yeah. That's the only time. But like, otherwise, I mean, it kicks a lot when it's on you, but really yeah. come on, no one should be dying to that thing ever. But, right. But don't you, I mean, I fell for the, uh, the conceit, which is a, horror movie trope a standard in horror movies that the supernatural embodiment going on there had supernatural real world abilities like like i would even i would have gone with chucky i don't know blinking or something like i you know like it just it didn't uh it didn't bother me that he was a really super strong like it bothered me a tiny bit that chucky felt pain i was like why why would it, why has he got a nervous system? But right, because he, mm-hmm. he's turning human. That's the thing. He's he's running out of time. He's, right. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So it just kind of I, I just feel like that's that's a thing. Like yeah, it's you know Sacktober and we're watching horror movies right. and you have to put yourself. In I really feel like hard. I really feel like this movie, which weighs in at an hour and twenty four minutes, did not get a chance to take his time at all, and so they were just trying to really speed through. Uh, the first formula, which is the kid knows that Chucky's after him and he's trying to convince the parents and the adults and the adults won't listen. And I think we could have probably just pitched that part of the story because we've already played that in the first one. They, I mean, it, just, like you said, just just murder and mayhem, I think, which is what they did in part three, I believe. Uh, they apparently they kinda, had hmm. several minutes of edits. This could have been a longer movie. and But it looks like all the film they had was of like gory, attacky things. And they didn't have more like acting, which is too bad because like this movie could have used a little more exposition. Uh, You know, it's funny to say that, but like it could have had, it could have gone for some more back and forth between the, the parents and the Kyle character and so Mm -hmm. on to like give you more of a sense. Poor useless Kyle. What was she good for? (laughs) Some, you know, or I I hated that for Kyle because she really, he, I mean, it kind of gave Andy a little bit of a, it kind of made him feel like he was a little bit stronger because we had that Kyle character here. So is yeah. it Kylie or is it, or is it Kyle? Kyle. Kyle. Just Kyle. Kyle. I thought so. I couldn't yeah. remember. Yeah. Kyle. Oh, I totally so I remember. At first, I, I thought at first was a young uh, Julie Bowen 
from Modern right. Family and then realized, oh, yeah. no, that's the, that's the brunette from uh, Beverly Hills 90210 that joined. Correct, yeah. Oh, Christine oh that's where she's from. I couldn't place it and I didn't look it up, but not the, Not just the garbage season. I was shocked to realize that she was hanging out as a sort of background character for a while oh, in really? 90210. Uh, before they made her become... uh, regular yeah. cast? Huh. Yeah. Well, that's 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 crazy. I didn't know who that was, and I and for the life of me, for a while there, I thought she was what's her name in uh, uh oh uh the the one from the movie where she had the short hair, and it was a, a John Hughes movie, and it was uh, uh he worked oh, on cars, some kind of wonderful, some kind of wonderful. Uh, you thought Mary, you thought Mary Stewart Masterson, yes, who that was. yes, that's who I thought at first. <laughs> and and to be clear, we're talking about an actress named Christine Elise, yeah, and uh, she's actually gotten work like. Uh, yeah, this busy. this movie was not a, the death sentence that so they so often are right these these throwaway horror movies but uh, she's she's still working today yeah she did mm-hmm. all right she has mm-hmm. uh, uh, let's see here uh, where did I know her? there was something else prominent that I'd seen that she's in that I'd forgotten I'd seen and now I can't find it but anyway she she did all right and uh, mm-hmm. has really sh- short cool hair and seems cool <laughs> that's what did you guys did you guys recognize seems cool yeah did you guys recognize uh our logan's run actress the uh, uh the, oh, the mother mom. yeah the mom yeah the mother yeah, yeah it is jenny oh. uh, gutter yeah. yeah oh holy cow she was uh jessica in, or jessica five yeah. or six yeah. or whatever it is. yes yeah and holy cow run. i didn't by the way she is our uh yeah. she is our i didn't know yeah. it until i went and read it She's our MCU connection. She's uh, the foster oh. mom in this, and she's the head of the World Council thingy they have in Avengers. That's her in that. So, well, well she's also uh, one of the stars of Call the Midwife, um, I, a show that I refuse to watch, but I understand. It. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, Call the Midwife is uh, British? No, British. Yeah. Oh, is, I did it? see some. Tina of that. watches that. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. My wife likes it. It's okay. It's got Vanessa Redgrave in it. What else can he ask for there? That's fine. Yeah. Now we talked about <laughs> if we had seen we had talked about if we had seen the first Chucky. Now we've all seen Child's Play two. Uh, Randy has seen uh, Child's Play one. Have you guys watched any other Child's Play nope. at all? Did you say I couldn't remember? Nope. If, no, if I have not it. seen. This is the only okay. Child's Play thing I've seen. Not that it's really you know right. I, I figured stuff out pretty darn quick, and I've seen the Chucky doll in every single yeah. pop culture. Yeah, Absolutely. in fact, so, I feel like I've assumed so much about it, and I was, I, the, but I was actually right about it because there's so much about this mm-hmm. that's cookie cutter, and I don't mean like it's not, you know, the idea of a possessed doll getting mainstream horror success isn't necessarily cookie cutter, but I know looking at it, what's going on, what here. you're getting, it's a right? doll, you know what you're he's getting. possessed. Oh my gosh, a doll just killed a guy. The doll is a murderer. It's and it's also edgy, and the doll swears a lot, like. All of these things, as they were happening in this movie, I'm like, oh, yeah, this all matches what I had. Uh, right. So you, 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 you guys didn't catch the first three, which were Child's Play one, two, and three, and then and you by, haven't called anything of Chucky. Then by the, all the other, no, no, by all no. accounts, the third one was the worst. So I can't, I, you know, I can't imagine ever choosing to watch. I kind of think, I, I think I kind of, I, I think three is has moments. That are this this one child's play too. I thought I thought the same thing. I thought three was my least favorite, but after going back and watching two, I really feel like this one just skated so conservative that there was nothing that really stood out. I mean, 
It's also the shortest. Everything of was them all, telegraphed. Yeah, it was, it was very short. And as a matter of fact, I kept thinking, mm. even like all the marketing, it's like the 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 posters, like "Sorry, Jack, Chucky's back." And you look at the trailer, and it's like, "Who's Jack?" And it's like, "There's a Jack in the Box reference." And I'm like, "What is?" What does that even oh, have yeah, to do they, with the, the you know, film at just, all? Yeah, just the fact that, okay, uh, he's he'll destroy other toys. Right, yeah. you know what rhymes? <laughs> Sorry, Jack, Chucky's back. Yeah. It's a <laughs> jack-in-the-box. It's a they toy. They should have had him like, coming, through a, uh, <laughs> like, coming through a door like Nicholson in The Shining, right? Oh, I like <laughs> it. Right. I think they could have kept the same tagline. Yeah, why not? Yeah, right. I mean, this guy yeah, who right. created all this, by the way, uh, his name is Don Mancini. So I did some I did some looking up on this dude. He wrote all of it, everything about Chucky from day one until the most modern thing. So let's talk about Don Mancini. Sorry, there was a little glitch there. Uh, everybody listening to this at home. That's why this sounds odd and awkward right now. But anyway, so Don Mancini, he created this character and everything around it. And everything they've done since day one of Chucky until today, that's Don Mancini's life. Yeah. And this is this would be like you know, George Miller doing nothing but Mad Max or uh, uh, some other director. You know, if, if all we ever got out of uh, George Lucas was Star Wars and nothing else, there was not, right. not that anything else he did mattered much. But you know what I mean? Like it, it, that would be like this guy. This guy is so right, right. dedicated to the world of Chucky the doll that this is his entire focus, his career. That's it. That's not, all it is. I don't know. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying no, that's, I'm a, saying that's it's an interesting. amazing feat. I'm yeah, saying it's I mean, interesting because like mm-hmm. he could have gone and said, well, I'm going to parlay the success I've had with Chucky the doll. And now I'm going to move on to my next big horror idea that I've had in my head for a long time. No, he's right. like, I'm, I'm locked in. It's all about this doll and I'm going to see it through. And I, there's something weird and admirable about that. It, and I can't it is tell because you know that his life is just every day, 100% Chucky, right? Right. Every day. I'll chuck like, you all you the time. Today? Yeah. Imagine well, that, and, though. Waking up in the morning and going, all I do is that. It's just Chucky. <laughs> I mean, I think it's really cool. And, and, and I think it's really cool because this is a very different uh, kind of, of, of brand than we were talking about with Gremlins, where uh, Gremlins, uh, there's enough variety going on that they got ripped off a lot. You know, we talked about right. all the different movies and, and, and munchers. Even, yeah. yeah. Whereas yeah. with Child's Play, this is a very specific thing, this Chucky character. And I looked and looked, and it, I can, as far as I can see, it only really got ripped off one time. And that was uh, someone in 91 tried to make a movie called Dolly Dearest, you know, like the doll. What, what about, right, what about uh, Annabelle? Don't really consider that. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, it just, it just, it's mm. not, it's not a ripoff like the doll, the gremlins ripoffs. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's, it's, right. it's, it's not a, it is a possessed doll. There's not, 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 yeah, there's, like, there's not like chubbies or something, you know? Yeah. Child's play is kind of, and won't even gave, won't even say ripoff, but it is definitely inspired by like the, the twilight zone talking Tina and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that yeah. Um, came without a, too. without a doubt, child's play itself is borrowing a lot of the tropes of the form, mm-hmm. right? Like uh, you, you know, like we could we could talk for hours about all of these different things. Where even in this movie, which is a sequel, they are clearly looking at a list of what does what does this movie need to have? 
How, right. you know, like they, we have the ever increasing boss fights and so on, like all those mm. horror tropes. Like, and I love that. I just, I'm just really, uh, I'm really happy that the, the, the character is so unique, you know, that we get to, right. we get to have Chucky mm. and, and not a bunch of ripoffs. We are yeah. disappointed at any point in time, especially being first time viewers of the series. Uh, we are ever disappointed that, that, that whole warehouse full of, uh, good guy <laughs> dolls. He didn't like, find some way to like mass yeah turn, activate turn them, all. them all yeah. into monsters yeah, turn yeah, them all into yeah. i honestly thought they might yeah. but then i thought they don't have the budget for that they're not this <laughs> isn't happening mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe it, in the reboot i don't know if it, i don't right, know if you guys right. have seen the reboot the chucky maybe i haven't seen that one yet but i mean yeah. that's that's i've i've seen uh a few of the of chucky's but i haven't I have wait right. Colt, can you tell yet. me real quick what is the synopsis of cult of chucky what's the point of that thing is uh it- that one's let me see take a look at that one I, like i said i haven't seen that one yet that's one of the because if that's just a whole bunch of people that are just like worshiping the legend of the yeah doll. worshiping yeah i think that's oh, that was the that the sounds ridiculously bad <laughs> oh but bride of chucky sounds like bride of theater. yeah that sounds, sounds like bride, bride of chucky sounds like <laughs> It's going to be great because it sounds like a filmmaker trying to expand mm. and trying mm. to try to establish another character. Clearly, it didn't work, right? You can now right, that right. we have hindsight, we can tell, oh, Bride of Chucky didn't become anything, didn't become her own series or whatever. When was that? Oh, right. At least they were yeah. trying. Can I read the first line of the plot from the Wikipedia? Four Please. years after Please. the events of Curse of Chucky, an adult Andy is back. He's Andy's throughout this thing still has the head of Chucky, which is conscious and deformed after being repeatedly tortured by Andy and retribution for his crimes. Mm. I'm in. I want to watch Chucky. Mm. So Andy keeps Chucky's head, just keeps torturing it. Yeah, I guess comes by and just pokes in the face some. I I got a crappy day. I'm going to go kick Chucky's head around the house. (laughs) Listen to this cast, though, for a second. We got... Okay, so Bride of Chucky. I just stumbled upon the cast. Jennifer Tilly, Brad Dorff, of course, is back. Catherine Heigl, Nick Stable. Oh wow! Uh, let's see, John Ritter before his death. Yeah, like what? A, what a really? Weird, what a weird. You should cast. have looking a problem child, which was basically right, that's hilarious. I didn't think about the connection. True story. <laughs> that one guy was Chucky. I forgot. I will tell you this. Well, I tell you this about the 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 child's play too, though. I was impressed with the uh, with the facial. Uh, animatronics animatronics was yeah. just fantastic in this one mm-hmm. leagues ahead of the other stuff oh it's good yeah it was, like um yeah. two movies in a row here we pretty good puppetry going on right and uh puppetry that really improved based on based on um what i've seen in the trailer puppetry that really improved over the first right right it really did and i love when chucky's in the uh in the classroom and they have him come directly out of the closet and they got him on a rail. You can't really see the rail, but you know, there's a rail there the way he's walking and he just kind of comes at you. That was actually pretty effective. So I, what I do you think it'd be parts. more effective though, if the doll was less facially animated and more just deadpan, you know, creepy, like, I thought, uh, no, I, wow. I, I, I think we've already done that before. That's been done a million times. I think the fact that it was, so animated makes it really stand out i don't know it stands out but it doesn't yeah. scare me like that's one thing i wrote in my notes the number one thing of this my, my number one note was none of this is scary well okay so this is always something i always talk about so let's get down to it how did you watch this was it on your iphone at three in the afternoon no it probably <laughs> wasn't scary when did you watch it and how did you watch it? i Scott? watched it on a on a 32 inch screen a television right. screen right but 
at in the, a, in the dark at yes at a computer station though because i got to capture okay. stuff uh i see plenty of things that way that scare me you right know, by lots yourself of huh by yourself yeah or by myself in and out? all by myself okay uh, right, right. there's nothing this movie's not scary it's just mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. d- d- silly and I laughed well, quite a few times I never went oh this I'm actually I, creeped out right here it never gets me I want to differ on that because I, I did have some genuine scares in the movie and it's because I think I went along for the ride of the world the world of right. this movie is a massive trope it's so freaking ridiculous but if you give into it and you're in this world where like where these big toy company 18 wheelers come screaming by all the time mm-hmm. right. and everyone seems to work in the same industrial park in mm-hmm. you know what i mean like the I houses think, are all three yeah. stories and and have a basement and so on. like it's a ridiculous freaking world but as soon as you give into it like that man it's a it's a playground for for you to get scared you know i think i think the i think the movies that have suffered the most from our uh, distracted lives is horror movies. I was watching Trick or Treat, which we've done here on Film yeah, Saturday. Yeah. I was watching this past great, great Halloween movie, right? With uh, with Zoe, my uh, 13 year old, and my fiance. And both of them were constantly looking at their phone. And I just dared them to say after the movie that wasn't scary because they were just kind of halfway watching it, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, no, with a horror movie, you have to give all in. Like Randy was saying to I me, mean, if you don't give all in, it ain't going to happen. You ain't going to get, you ain't going to get hypnotized. It just ain't yeah. going to work. It ain't going to work. But well, uh, I, I got to think of another, trying to think of another genre that is really hurt by, you know, the iPad in your lap generation kind of thing. And right. Because horror movies require you foreign films where you miss all the, you know, all the subtitles. <laughs> Maybe, right. but look, I, I, I don't know if any of this is true. I watched uh, the scariest movie I've seen to date in my lifetime. I watched on an iPad with headphones on and it disturbed me so bad. Oh, that's I actually leave. pretty good. Headphones, I, iPad, mm-hmm. that's like in your face. You're locked in. That's, that's what I'm good. saying. Yes, like I can do that and, and get maybe even more out of it than I would if I was sitting in a theater surrounded by people. Like I, I right. when well, I saw Hereditary that way, that thing haunted me for months still does and be and because you couldn't use your ipad at the time to look up imdb and say oh where have i seen that actor before and and that sort of thing which which you know does take you out of the film it's like okay that's reminding me that that's an actor and that that there's really no danger it can but it depends on where you're watching it like i watch that on prime so it has that built-in stuff (laughs) x-ray right right right. yeah x-ray crap thanks a lot prime so i can just hit pause and go oh yeah right i know her from this but that doesn't take anything away that's a major problem for me because a lot of times in movies like that they're literally trying to get you to get closer to the screen when they're going to have something scary happen. And they'll also show things like in the background moving around. And it's just enough out of your peripheral vision to kind of give you a, a feeling of unease. And when you lose that, it's, it's hard to be scared. I mean, when you're, when you're just glancing over at Chucky, he's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous idea. I think it's but, ridiculous. Uh, I think we're giving this way too much credit. Chucky's ridiculous on all formats. Yeah, I don't care if you're looking at it. You say it, but if you were actually locked in a house with a animated doll that was actually walking around and his face was all scrunched up and yelling crap at you. Oh, no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I'm just saying that the the portrayal of this in this this film, and I can only go by this one because I haven't seen the others, 
they don't ever they don't ever achieve like a level of parody with real life with that or real life scare for me at all not even close right 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 and I, all, when i grew we, up there were all kinds of dolls in my house that gave me the shits and like, that and that with the weakness <laughs> of this film like i said is not allowing you to connect close enough to andy because he's the one that is truly being threatened and if you if you're not connected with Andy, then you can't. Yeah, but he never looked it. He always looked like a kid actor who wouldn't wasn't scared at all at anything that was happening. He would always right. Well, look he, at the he wasn't because he was he'd already went through the first one. Right, and you're this supposed may be, to be seeing PTSD. Yeah, okay. he's he's already experienced this. He knows that the adults aren't going to believe him, but he's still got to try. He knows that he can only do so much against Chucky, but you know, yeah, so. I'm we're, saying we're this, this could have used some of that any, Spielberg's good with kids magic. Where, oh my god! Yeah, yeah right. he makes he at makes any point better during the uh, during the series since you've seen most of them. Brian, does Andy become a killer because of all of the trauma that he's had over his life because of Chucky? <laughs> he certainly had generation. enough of it. Obviously, I haven't seen a cult of Chucky yet, but the fact that he is torturing. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I kind of that would be kind of the natural succession, right? Is that the next right. movie? You know. Uh, Andy becomes the uh, the, the right. serial killer. Yeah. Just says, "Oh, this sucks." Of course, he's yeah. he's got. What choice does he have? He's Andy, the serial killer. Well, I mean, that seems like a natural thing, and they've done this in other movies. Or it's it's basically the Sarah Connor method, right? Where you're right. the innocent, quiet, like just going about your life person, but this thing has so changed you utterly that you become this this massive obsessed part of the story moving forward I, in a sequel. I want to sign on to Scott's idea for the Kyle character to become Sarah Connor in the in the Ooh. third movie. Yeah, why not? <laughs> she actually wow. makes a, she makes some cameos as the original character, I think, in in Cult of Chucky or one of the other Yeah, she comes uh, in some Chuckies. other ones. Yeah. She comes back. Yeah, I I think I, I, here's my point though, and I and I don't know if I, you know we're gonna get some argument on this from people at home and maybe you guys, but I don't know that there's a way to make Chucky actually scare me. And, and I don't, I just, in a modern way, I don't know what you'd do. Cause to me, it's always just a shit doll and who gives a shit. And it's not that hard to run away from a doll. Like, right. just, it, you know, it's kind of what Randy touched on. They really need to up the ante on the superhuman abilities because right. he's de- you know, demon possessed or right. instead of serial killer possessed, you give him something that's got a little bit more of a, yeah. a demonic. And- and the way you're going to have to scare somebody is, of course, uh, like we've done in plenty of, of movies, like uh, Monkey Shines does a great job of putting you in the place of someone who is in a wheelchair and unable to run from something like that or misery where you're, the, the character is hobbled. So, I mean, you really need yeah, that's, something that works better. To, you're right. Right. So you really need that because the kid Andy's pretty capable. I mean, he's pretty capable. And then you put Kyle in there. That's make some you know he he's got a pretty good crew there mm-hmm. you know he's he's pretty safe yeah i agree it actually that's there's there's how you do it it becomes a little torture porny because that's what those movies are eventually right and they, they get to a point where somebody can't move and now we're going to make right. terrible things happen to them um that's that's inherently uncomfortable and can create a certain kind of horror movie tension so sh- sure maybe in that context but the whole time I'd just be going, ah, it's a freaking doll, dude. Freaking just throw it across the room. Who gives? Like, the dolls <laughs> I mean, are stupid. I mean, you could instantly created more tension. I mean, just from character and story writing. I mean, if we took uh, Joanne and Phil Simpson and made them, uh, you know, badasses and a lot more harsh on Andy so that he would be punished every time uh, Chucky mm-hmm. did. But they weren't. They weren't hard. 
you know, they were just they were just kind of dead. Nice. my Hummel figurines. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, you were you were convinced that Garrett Graham was going to do anything. He's not going to do. Yeah, no. he's not like a bad guy. But it anything. is the it is the the you know the trope of oh the parents are dicks. We got to kill them off. Or the foster right, parents. Right, right, right. No investment because they're foster parents. Mm-hmm. If they right. were real parents and being dicks, they'd get their comeuppance in the end. Is <laughs> like they'd be taught a lesson. <laughs> but because they're foster parents, they're basically. Uh, now, expendable. <laughs> I, I, I love hated one part of this movie that makes this one stand out, and it is the uh the production facility where they're making the good guy dolls. I mean, this whole machine that is the the uh, manufacturing of the uh, of the good guy dolls is a horror, right? It, it is scary, but yeah. it's stupid also because it's running on its own, which, which would have been fine if they had accidentally kicked it off, but we're supposed to believe that it's actually manufacturing dolls at night and one, one guy, guy sitting in a room watching monitors. No. Yeah, <laughs> that's not how manufacturing works. I hate to tell them. But. No, it needed to be just you know, like an accident. Like, you know, oops, we, we started the machine up and no one's here. And, you know, and now we have like a Lucille Ball moment where things are just falling off the, you know, the conveyor belt. We needed, that's what we needed. Yeah, that would have been a right, better right. setup for that scene. You're right. right. I, I just want to say, though, that idea gives us the vignette at the beginning which i enjoyed so much which is just greg german uh uh richard fish from ally mcbeal who who has to has to take the doll home because he was told to stick it up his ass (laughs) and and carries out in a ridiculous thunderstorm and wind which was obviously machine made wind you could tell right. mm-hmm. they had fans off to the side and has to take the doll uh, calls his girlfriend from the car phone yeah, he forgot to bring cool. the vodka like the that is just you, you the movie didn't need it but the movie absolutely benefited from that whole thing yeah, Chucky, right. I, Chucky, I agree that, that might be my that might be my favorite that might be my favorite part of the movie because okay. it it gets kind of ridiculous in a fun horror movie tropey way. And I think if the yeah. movie had stuck to more of that and gone over the top, that's what this needs for this to work for me. It needs to yes. be over the top ridiculous. The deaths need to be insane. It needs to be gorier. It needs to played be all those way things. Too, it played way too safe. That's what I was complaining about that. I couldn't quite articulate, see, I, but yeah, I, just played it way too safe. I think this is a case of not being able to put yourself in the time frame because at the time, the early '90s, this I think this was way over the top. This was crazily over the top, and and the fact is now we've just seen you know we've seen too much. We've seen, <laughs> we, too, we've seen too much. I like that idea too. I don't know, man. I think that we'd seen a pretty good bit even back during the '90s. I don't know. I did like I said, it's probably to play it too safe. I mean, I didn't feel like Kyle really. I mean, she 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 ran over Chucky once mm. against the fence and then just sat there i'm like no i mean it, well, she it, figured it, out the brakes and like you know having yeah. to go through the the yeah. window and mm-hmm. right i'm like and eh, nah, nah. you need to go big yeah go, go big home, or go home basically mm-hmm. it's uh it, it's weird uh one note here it did open at number one of the box office so did well didn't right. stay there very long but it but it opened <laughs> there uh <laughs> and some of my favorite trivia like i like this one uh in the later seasons of seinfeld 1989 in which grace sabrinsky plays mrs ross so she oh. there's our seinfeld connection uh after playing grace pool in this film she's the lady from um 
uh, oh geez, Brian, help me. Oh, Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. She's, uh, yeah, yeah, she's Laura Palmer's mom. There you go. Man. Uh, copy. Man. Quite upset. Uh, copy. Oh, oh, she's always upset. That's what she does the best. Right. She does. Yes, plays plays the overly dramatic yeah. uh, harried mom or grandmother or foster care. Her time in Seinfeld was pretty great because she has that scene with her husband riding on the back of that rusty horse that's got that's been eating beefarino, so it's just farting the whole time. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. They're getting yes. all sick from it. That's awesome. Anyway, uh, the copy of Child's Play 2 is in Jerry's apartment where he keeps his VHS tapes. So oh. if you go watch an episode and you look real close, you'll see you know, he's got a little Superman doll and his other stuff up there, and he's got yeah, yeah. a VHS copy of Child's Play 2 in a show yeah, where nice. the mom is in your show, which is kind that's of crazy. And the uh, one more connection is uh, Garrett, uh, uh, Garrett Gr- uh, not Graham. Yeah. Garrett Graham. Mm. <laughs> or as we like to call him, Bud T. Chud. Yeah. Bud T. Chud. <laughs> Have a look at his IMDb to figure that one out. Yeah. Uh, Garrett Graham played in the, uh, in, in one of the opera episodes, two parter where crazy Joe Davola is uh, trying to get back at Jerry dressed as the Pagliacci clown. Garrett Graham, uncredited other uh, clown in that episode for some reason. Oh, okay. We weren't sure yesterday, but we figured it out. Okay, well done. I went back and looked it up. So he he does play a clown in that episode of Seinfeld, but he's not not crazy Joe Davola. You did some detective work there. Well done. I did, yes. Yeah, tracking that down. That was good Alternate time. clown number two. <laughs> right. And uh, Beth Grant was in this as well. She yeah. was uh, always like her. She's always unnerving. Which, who she which one's Beth Sorry. Grant? Beth Grant, she played uh, She played Miss Kettlewell, which is the, oh. yeah, she oh, was the, the, uh, the teacher. The Oh, oh the yeah, I'm teacher. Sorry, the teacher. I got that backwards. Right, I'm sorry. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Teacher. Yeah, she is, she's got a way about her. I didn't recognize her. It's so funny. I do now, though. Like, I look at her face and go, oh, you, you're in all sorts of shit. We saw her in Speed. She was in Donnie Darko, No Country for Old Men, Little Miss Sunshine. Like, she's, oh, man. Uh, talking about oh, everyone's yeah. career in this movie, I think she did the best. Mm-hmm. Look at mm-hmm. her. She's in everything that's good. <laughs> where, where some some <laughs> of those people, like Garrett Graham or Garrett Graham or Garrett Graham or Bud Chud or whatever T Bud Chud, <laughs> Bud Bud Chud. Chud. <laughs> he didn't necessarily have the same run as uh, as she did. But um, yeah. another, another bit here we haven't talked much about him. But Brad Dorff, who does the voice for Chucky, we talked about him top of the show. But um, he did all this in advance uh, for all the movies. So the deal was he would record it all first. And then wow, this interesting. this uh, Alex Alex Vincent puppeteer dude right. would have to memorize that dialogue so well that he was having to sync it in the scenes. That's pretty impressive, actually. Interesting. That is impressive. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's how you would do it. You'd have to do it with the voice work first, and then because otherwise you're sitting there with Brad Dourif in a in a screening room playing that scene over and over. No, nope, nope, still didn't match up right. Well, yeah, it's like animation, and, same thing. They wouldn't, they wouldn't know in the moment while they're filming what the what the character is supposed to say. Like exactly. They, they need, they need oh, that right. sound mm-hmm. to, to, play to against act the, against. Act. And yeah. it's... It, I like I I love that, but I hate it because it means you you can't have ad libs. You can't punch anything up. You can only remove, right? <laughs> well, you can only you can only. No, cut. But, I, but I really yeah. want. I really have this visual now of Brad Dourif sitting in a uh, sound booth recording all the dialogue for all the Chucky movies all at yeah, once. That's why I thought you meant. I was like, like I'm done. Everything ahead of time. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. Uh, I was... hope you freeze on that for a while. Yeah. Uh, how do you like that piston in your face? <laughs> 
I'll, the funny thing is I'm coming off of a rewatch of the entirety of Deadwood and the Deadwood movie. And uh, he plays Doc Cochran in that series and movie. And um, he's amazing. And it's really, really good role for him. So it was weird going from that to this because I'm immediately presented with this dude's voice again. But it's not where I've heard it for the last three weeks. It's it, that was a weird feeling. <laughs> but he's great. I love Brad Dorff. That guy's amazing. Yeah. He's worm tongue. He's freaking tongue. Uh, actually, don't we have like we got a, we got a Lord of the Rings connection? I wrote down. Oh yeah, uh, Brad Dorff, voice of Chucky and Worm Tongue. Uh, so there's your connection to Lord of the Rings. Uh, all right, I wanted to check into this director a little bit. His name is John Lafia. Hmm. And uh, he is known mostly for this Child's movie. Play too. And Child's Play. <laughs> <laughs> so he did the original, or he he wrote the Child's Play 2019 movie. Um, he died this year. So just barely oh, in April. No. Yeah, passed away in April. But he's responsible for the night. Chucky finally one. caught up with him? Yeah, I guess so. He was uh, on, did some stuff for Repo Man in the art department. And he was best, let's see, Man's Best Friends director in 93. I kind of remember that. It was like a Cujo kind of thing oh yeah yeah i forgot about that miss bunch of babylon five episodes so yeah that guy john Lafayette, yeah, rest in peace i don't know if the rona if it's the rona or not i hope not i uh, the rona can bite uh, yeah april 29th 2020 yeah hmm. april's a bad month for rona so i'm just saying i'm not saying it was that's what it was but you never know you just never know all right uh what else we have here oh uh angry packing is my trope in fact i haven't played the trope yet so i'm gonna play it the, the the angry I like it when somebody angrily packs no matter what <laughs> they're too. doing or what their reasons sure. are it's like I gotta get out of here what are you gonna do well I'm gonna pack they're, quickly and angrily they're throwing balled up shirts into a open uh, suitcase yep yeah that one's pretty good I also like the idea of old people always whispering so the kids can't hear them but the kids still oh hears them gosh. which right. is true by the way I remember lots of times yeah. my parents thought they were having a private conversation I just totally heard it because they're and you yeah. sit on the other side of the door that you just opened in the kitchen that they just did not see move yep uh, <laughs> I also wrote a thing here about do the doll okay does the doll well he does clearly he feels pain but I need some explanation for when you cut the arm off the doll why is it different inside if you're just possessing the doll why are there guts and right. blood and like it, well is he he's slowly turning human again that's oh. the idea. Oh, is right? that the he's, idea? He's, he's Pinocchioing. Is he, right uh, is he starting to grow a little Chucky in his pants? Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So is that, wait, is that Chucky in your pants, or are you just happy to see? Is me? that is that the conceit that I didn't understand? That's what they said yeah. in the movie. Okay, I missed that part then because I didn't understand that. If I, I understand, he'd be trapped in there, but I just figured to be doll form. Right. And then just, but he's slowly morphing back into human, and then he's just going to be stuck. Stupid voodoo. Bad okay. voodoo, man. But Bad that, voodoo. That's a movie I'd watch, though. Right. Where he's a now. By the way, really John uh, Lafia, the director, died of suicide by hanging on the Oh, jeez. Oh, wow. Well, that's depressing. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad I brought it up. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm so glad. Or did the doll want to make it look like a regular? Yeah. Uh, most embarrassing death. I wrote copier death is embarrassing. Is what I wrote. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. You don't want to die yeah. and then slam your face. Yeah, on a more than shoving eyeballs into your eyes. Um, I mean, I, mean, I guess that embarrassing. Was, death that was copier. a fun death. And I laughed. 
because I just thought this is so stupid. I cannot believe they put the eyeballs in there because they spent right. a lot of time right. sort of giving us uh, fake eye porn in the first part of the movie where that guy yeah. got electrocuted. It was like, oh, this is going to come up later. Something with the eyes. And then sure enough, dude gets a couple of fake eyes jammed in his head. But, yeah. Is is there a real fear of getting murdered by office equipment? We've seen uh, (laughs) shredders last week on the Gremlins. And now this week, it seems like, you know, death by copier. There's a thing, right? There's got to be. Is that a thing? I don't know. Like, what's the the um, movie we saw at Nertacular that one year? Uh, The the Stephen, I can't think of names today. Stephen King movie. Oh, Maximum Overdrive? Maximum Overdrive. Yeah, Yeah. It's yeah, kind of yeah. in that vein, right? Like, oh, inanimate right. objects, which you normally just take for granted, are going to kill you. And right, by extension, right. we're all worried about AIs and stuff and Terminators because it's kind of the same idea. The hardware comes to life and, and kills you. I think right. there's something to that. Sure. Yeah, why right. not? But you don't want hmm. that to be your death because now there's like 80. She hit like the 80 button. And so when she died, she went, plant, plant her face, <laughs> hit the make 80 copies button. And now there's all these pictures of her dying. Just right. out into the room her face, there. her horror face for somebody to find later. Yeah. But that's not how it works. The copy machine doesn't like take a picture and then just make a bunch of pictures. If you halfway through making those 80 copies, if you adjust the paper right. that's in there, it, it makes them with the new adjustment. Like you can put your hand in there, move it. Da, da, da. She, she fell off I that just, copy machine instantly. Right. I love, I love right. the idea that <laughs> to make that happen for the shot, there yeah. was a human being behind a wall that had a hole in it. And they, they were reaching we into the out. copier and throwing pieces of paper out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is true. Right. This is how this works, actually. Oh, that's right. great. I love thinking about that. It's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. That's the other thing is malfunctions in funny ways. But Brian's right. The way the copiers worked, I mean, today, sure, you can scan an image and then yeah. and then reproduce Print it Print out quickly. multiple copies. Sure. Yeah. Even some copiers do that now, digital copiers. But that one was not one of those. The year was 1990. And that thing wouldn't have worked that way. It would have been just one copy of her smearing her face down, and you're done. That's it. The rest mm-hmm. are white. You it's the copy lady. That's, that's where Randy. I had my problem with the movie, was yeah. the way the copy machine worked. <laughs> also, also, when Andy gets on the school bus, uh, the back row completely open. No, that's the yeah. first row that gets filled up on yep. the school that's bus. Exactly. Everybody loves the back row. Mm-hmm. And then here's my problem. Mm. Uh, you have a teenager living in your house. And you don't know they're smoking until you see it with your eyes? No. Right, wrong. Right. False. Are you brain dead? <laughs> you would know by your nose. You would have known a long time ago. They're already the worst foster parents. <laughs> yeah. There's also no such thing as a complete manufacturing space that does nothing but one doll. That just doesn't, yeah. that oh, doesn't sure. exist. Sure. And that that's like the, where is that manufacturing place? That's like the bad side of Chicago and it's like over near the dump and it's just too. Yeah. Well, it's, it's partially run by the guy who operates the forklift and arranges the dolls in the most confusing mm-hmm. maze orientation. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Although I had to marvel a little bit at what that must have cost. If, if you're on a low, even if you're on a small budget, like you had to recreate all of this imagery, have every box stacked in a real warehouse right. somewhere. And then they all had to have Chucky faces on it. And there was something but about I, that. I was trying I was like, to right, see if it was if it's Matt's. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking. I was trying to see if it was matte or not. I couldn't quite well, maybe tell. Some, like, of it. some of it was matte, and then they would actually just show, show the same thing from a different angle. Mm-hmm. And, right. Um, yeah. But today, you know that scene would have devolved into all those dolls being kicked in and sure. stumbling, naked, headless dolls, one arm off, that sort of thing. <laughs> like, they would have CGI'd the hell out of that, but 1990 wasn't having any. Yeah. What's weird is this feels 9,000 million miles away from Jurassic Park, yet it's only like two and a yeah. half hour or two and a half years later. 
Mm-hmm. That's just weird. I think we can go ahead and coin that. I think that is the <laughs> Jurassic Park frame of reference. We cannot right. help ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, never. Like mm-hmm. if a movie came out between ninety and ninety six, yep. we're going to compare it to Jurassic. Yeah, if it's got special effects in it, is happening. Yep. We're talking about. Yeah, yep. yeah. Pre GP, post GP. Yeah, yep. <laughs> and everything that's pre. Well, anything that's post that that still relied on pre effects. Just really stuck out like a sore throat. Oh, yeah. Just Those like, people who made the movie at the same time as Jurassic Park, and then they knew they had to release their film later that year, they yeah. were like, oh, shh. Yeah. Crap. It's a big deal. It's a big deal that it's easy to, well, I don't know. People of a certain age all, you know, will certainly look at Jurassic Park for the seminal film it was and the moment that it was in time. But I don't know. I think it's a, I think there'll be a, there'll be a time 20 years from now where, where people will even more specifically look at that as a divider. And just say, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's everything. It's B, it's like AD, BC. It's like before, what well, would it be? B, JP, and HJP. <laughs> be careful. I was having a hard time there. And I, I don't know like, where you're going, yeah, but be careful. Yeah, I had to watch my step a little bit there. Uh, all right. I wrote, oh, I also wrote here, I'd be way more freaked out about a movie about the real Chucky before he went to doll form. Oh, I know what I was thinking. I want a movie... This probably won't sell, but I want a movie that is just Brad Dorif doing dark shit. Like, right. That's so the is it, is mm-hmm. his seaside strangler self, right? Yeah. Is yeah. the original mm-hmm. murderer, which yeah, is what right. you would expect. Yeah. I want that. I don't know why I want that. I just want that. Yeah. I think that'd, I think that'd be all right. Well, also, it, it, it would it would make more sense with the Chucky doll then, because then you would have a frame of reference other than just a possessed doll. By the way, this is not just. A, a small doll. Some a lot of times we talk about things that don't really scare us because, like, oh, it's just little bitty. But that Chucky doll, that's you know, that's that's three foot of giant doll, right? What's a big that doll? Sure, big. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's like my buddy. Doll. Wasn't that kind of based on the my buddy? Yeah, craze? my buddy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was based on it, but certainly draws parallels. Stupid my buddy. Wherever my I buddy. go, he goes. My buddy and me. Yep. He's stabbing me in. In the knee. <laughs> Where did he get that? Butcher hook. <laughs> oh, you guys are describing what I'd prefer over the real thing. Well done. I, I do, do you guys ever wake up from a particularly memorable dream and make some notes Always. so you don't forget it? Always. When I, when I can. <laughs> I really do. I literally do that. So Because I think there's show material half the time. So I'll wake um, up and I'll go, oh, that was weird. I'll write it down and then I'll go back to sleep. And the next day I'll, I can't make sense of most of it. Several, I, I keep these in the notes app on my iPhone. And so I just like every now and then I scroll through note after note and I'm just like, what the hell? Why did I write that? But I actually have four years ago, I woke up from a dream and it was a really good, it was a really good idea. And it was the actor I wrote, the actor who played Grima should be a serial killer in that character's universe and it should be a TV show made by Vince Gilligan. <laughs> That's real specific. <laughs> it should be a TV show made by Vince Gilligan, Lord Lord of the Rings, Grima the Killer, right? Mm-hmm. And like it just, it was just this. I had this dream that that was a show, and it would. I think it would make a fantastic freaking show. Oh, I'd watch because that. Yeah. for Grima to do what he does in the Two Towers, which is where he kind of exists mostly. To, to move back and forth between 
the you know the two uh, countries that he moves between mm-hmm. and so on. Mm-hmm. He right. needs to be killing people all the time. Yeah, he hmm. be- he betrays people. They you know when they finally find him out at the hall of the of the, of the king of Rohan, they find a bunch of bodies in his in his uh, cupboard. You know this kind of thing. All right, sure. Like, anyway, that's sure. I, I like I like where your head's at on that. I'd watch that. By the way, yeah. uh, they're making a Chucky TV series. I didn't know that. That's oh, really? happening next year, 2021. It starts. The pilot's I was done. Joking about that in my opening, but uh, are they really? Yeah, yeah, this is actually happening. Uh, I wonder if it's going to be like. Remember the Friday the Thirteenth series? I got all excited. I'm like, oh, cool, a weekly series about Jason. No, it's just some weird investigative thing. Um, it wasn't anything about Friday the Thirteenth. The well, series. Let me give you the series summation. Currently, Jennifer Tilly is coming back after her. Stint. Oh, it's Bride of uh, wow. Bride of Chucky. Yeah, yeah. and Brad. She Dorif. Just has her poker career that uh, you know sidelined yeah. for a little bit. Of course, Brad Dorff will be back. But it says here, after a vintage Chucky doll turns up at a suburban yard sale, an idyllic American town is thrown into chaos as a series of horrifying murders begin to expose the town's hypocrisies and secrets. Yeah, now that sounds good because when you have hypocrisy, you have comeuppance. Yeah, so that's good. And when you yeah. have comeuppance, you have a false sense of satisfaction. So I'm excited. Right. Uh, I'm excited. By the way, here's my here's this. The acid Gross. the acid looked like puke to me, or the, or the hot plastic, whatever oh, the hell yeah. it was. The hot plastic acid. Yeah, that was like, like somebody totally ate too much, like a like a five year old ate too much peanut butter and and ralphed in the car. That's what that looked right. like. That's the yeah. Not into it. Yeah. That was not a that that was none of that was OSHA approved. That was no. that whole place was <laughs> bad news. Yeah, everything about that factory. I mean, it was it. Mm, I, I, all <laughs> our, I I think it's the best part of the. If I'm going to say what part of the movie yeah, worked it's, the best, it's the part that stands out the most. Yeah, it's it's pretty good, and I like a place out of control kind of vibe. And there's something about a little a little place where for some reason the arms and legs are assembled inside of a small enclosed. Right. Death box, box. Like, yeah. Yeah, they go to the top and they go. Yeah. Can't see what happens here. Yeah. And there's a conveyor belt where the doll lays on its back, and then arms squeeze the head to put the eyes in. Yeah. Like, like, and they the conveyor belt's big enough for a full sized human <laughs> to be in there. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. An adult male to get in there. Exactly. I didn't understand that whole how hard like how hard is it to put eyes into a doll? I don't understand why it needs like a <laughs> whole big hydraulic breath. machine to yeah. be able to jam them in there. Yeah. I, I mean, basically we know how this would really go in real life. It'd be a bunch of underpaid, you know, Malaysian children on a assembly right, line popping right. stuff in there. But, Shoving eyes into a doll. Yeah. But there is this, uh, there is a certain kind of anxiety that comes with automation. So when you're, when you've right, got a right. machine that is just pounding parts into products or whatever, right. like these eyeballs and it does it with such force you know, it's like anything like an Indiana Jones thing where the guy's heading toward the grinder. Oh, no, is he going to get sucked in there or not? Like it's you you, you set yourself up for some fun set pieces. I just right. think this movie could have gone further because yeah. really it was the death box and the goop. And then me asking how many times are you allowed to have a villain come back in your movie? How many times yeah. is allowed? Yeah. Actually, let's talk about that. How many times do you think is too many times? What's the upper limit? Uh because he came I back don't like think five times. We were talking about Two demonic possession. I agree with two Ryan. I yeah. agree. I agree with Ibit too. Let's why, why two would you say? No. Because uh, all right, you got to have the initial comeback because you're always expecting the initial comeback, and then you have a long. You should have a long pause, a long you know little exposition about oh well, thank God that whole thread is over, and 
we got him because he came back and we fortunately got him, you know, the second time. And then, uh, then you need the third comeback, but you don't need, you don't need the eyes opening at the end of the credits or (laughs) anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it, I think it depends on, on the story and the layout of everything. Like because there are definitely, uh, villains that just keep coming back again and again and again. I'm thinking of you, Stefano Demira, and it's fine. <laughs> like, Day, wait, it's, Days of what? Our, uh, Stefano Demira. Yeah, Days of Our Lives. Days of Our Lives. Days okay. Our lives. Yeah, yeah, days of lives. Okay. No, I. Like, if it's like a demonic you, possession, I think I'm fine yeah. with as many times as you want. <laughs> this is <Me> too. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. it gets it gets expected and boring after a while. It's like you just expect them to come back. Yeah, I'm trying to think of one that but, I really like. But sometimes like. they come back. What's one we really like? Because <laughs> they, they all do. We mentioned Terminator. Those all do it multiple times. Um, oh, jeez. So we're talking about all in the same movie, right? Like not coming back in the sequel. or now, No, no, no. Xenomorphs saying... are surprisingly agile. They always come back. You're like, oh, I got it this time. No, just kidding. They, they hid in the thing. They're like cats. Yeah, or... I mean mostly even in the final act. Like your final mm-hmm. act, multiple deaths of the villain where you think you're done. And this happened, right. in, well, sorry, sorry to break open the cheese here, but we're actually doing, we, we already know what we're doing for our film next week. That movie had one of those too. The house basically yeah. did it twice. Yeah. So, I, when I, I, okay, I'm just going to say it. As a general rule, Ibit is my, my vote is Ibit's idea. Two is enough. The third mm-hmm. death, you're dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, or dead enough to like then, you know, work on your sequel and then somehow you have a reason they came back. That's fine. I don't care about that. But I really dislike a movie more and more these days where I just know they're going to show me some final scene where the hand pops out of the ground and then roll credits. Like, I don't I don't need to know that he made it. I know he made it because you're making a series of films and you There's don't have to yeah. cram it down my freaking throat. I don't know why this bothers me so much. It shouldn't <laughs> nah, bother because me. It's no, fun. It bothers a lot of people. It bothers yeah. a lot of people. You're not alone. Yeah. I, I think know. it's so fun. I and and I don't think I want them to do it repeatedly. Like once you like establishing that a, a character lives after death is something that you can do with one death and rebirth. Mm-hmm. So I don't need you to do it over and over and over. But if someone's just hard to kill and uh you know uh, their their name is uh Jason uh, Voorhees yeah. Like there's so many characters that are just hard <laughs> to kill. Yeah. Then I'm totally fine with you reminding me that they really haven't actually been killed. Like I, I it's fun. I'm, it's, it's, I'm yeah. I, I have no number. Uh, and I mean, I'm okay. Even if I watch the movie, I, I leave the movie, I'm in my car and I'm riding home and there's another jump scare. I'm fine with that. Mm. It just keeps scaring me all the way home. Just, yeah. you know, the next morning I wake up, ah, I'm, Movie's not over. Just kidding. It can you be done. Mm-hmm. It can be done. I recommend the movie. The movie's got an unfortunate name right now, but uh, there's a movie from like oh eight or something called Quarantine that yeah. had mm-hmm. uh, the sister from from uh, Dexter in it. I always forget her name. Uh, Jennifer. Jennifer. Uh, Jennifer Dexter. Dexter. Jennifer. Jennifer something. something yeah. Other, other, anyway, whatever. Jennifer it is. Dexter. Sure. Jennifer Dexter. <laughs> sure. Anyway, it was this really great kind of zombie, but also we're trapped and they're not letting us out kind of movie. And that movie is still worth watching, even though I'm about to provide the this the spoiler I'm going to give you, which is nobody survives that movie, including right. our main characters who you think are going to survive, and they don't. Everyone dies, roll credits. Sometimes I like that, because then I feel like the, the risks and the stakes were real, and they mattered, 
And in the end, it rolled the wrong way for some people, but that was how it was. And there's no like sudden figure it out. Now, that doesn't mean I don't want things like, you know, um, the Evil Dead, where um, I almost said Nash, <laughs> where Ash, <laughs> where Ash rises out of all of this. So you don't even know he's going to be that character. Like in the beginning of that movie, you think oh, one of these girls will be the survivor or maybe this other kid right. or whatever. You don't think Nash is going to or Ash. Sorry. But he does. In the end, he does. And I kind of like that. (laughs) I like when one guy survives, and then I like that they keep going. Like all of these things we're talking about can be done right. I just don't think Chucky did it right. That's all. It just felt. I, you know, I, I think I, and maybe it's the perspective I grew up on uh, of of people complaining that you know they could never kill, like you know, Freddy Krueger is a good example. Freddy Krueger, or yeah. yeah, they keep coming back, and it it. And, and during that time when they kept coming back, people were rolling their eyes going, Oh God, come on. Just, Oh, come on. But I, I think they, I think they won me over eventually. I go and I'm like, I'm fine with that. Just, just keep bringing them back. They just they keep coming back. All right. Just That's fine. Obviously back. it works because people go back and works. get nostalgic for it and go see sequels. And so it's not like they're, you know, this is actually working what, what you're liking. So it's fine. Right. Mm-hmm. It's totally fine. Hey guys, let's talk about Hawthorne. Oh, Hawthorne. They're premium, tailored, personal care brand that makes it easy for guys to feel and smell their best. Which I need to feel and smell well a lot. No, that's not true. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm okay. But these guys really help me. If you're looking to take your self-care routine to the next level, Hawthorne helps you get really high-quality products tailored specifically to your needs. They give you free shipping on top of your order. So, if you decide you're not satisfied with your product... They've even given you a free shipping on the return and give you new suggestions based on your feedback. So in case you got the shampoo and you weren't exactly happy with it, they'll hook you up. They'll get you covered. I took their quiz. You have to do that, right? This is the best thing about it, actually. You go in there, you take this very easy, cool graphical quiz, and then I answer these questions. Some of the questions were, how much do you sweat or what kind of, you know, how are you on colognes and do you have a favorite right now? And like, basically what kind of skin do you have? You have oily skin, dry skin, sensitive skin, that sort of stuff. And it was easy, super quick, simple. And the results told me the best products to get. So I did. And they've all been great. I really loved my experience with that. And I think you could too. So do what I did. Take the Hawthorne quiz today. And get started on your personal self-care routine by going to hawthorne.co and use the promo code FILMSAC to get 10% off your first purchase. Super simple. That's H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E. That's hawthorne.co. And put in that promo code FILMSAC. You're going to smell great, look great, and feel great. All right, let's get to some uh, clips from this movie. Yeah, I didn't do tons, but I did enough. I think uh, here's an example of uh, somebody's stomach hurts. Check this out. My stomach hurts, Matson. Okay, well, <laughs> did your stomach hurt? He's our chick in the bucket, probably. What right? was in that taco? <laughs> I mean, we never really saw him again. The guy that was in charge, the the CEO guy, or oh, yeah. the boss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. needed yeah. to get on a, your get on a yeah. phone call, and he just spends the rest of the movie talking on the phone. On the phone, yeah. He's he's mm-hmm. our chick in the bucket. Yeah. All right, here's a really dumb scream. There you go. Wow. <laughs> that was the guy. Lightning, lightning bolt yeah, uh, toy builder. That, yeah. So that lightning looked 
pretty cool despite it, was pretty it. Good. yeah mm-hmm. it, i think what i liked about it is they also put smoke in there so this overlay lightning actually kind of worked with the smoke well i don't know it was right. a nice layering effect all right here's i do a- wish that we could get a hold of whenever there's stuff like that i really wish we could get hold of the pre lightning being added special oh, effects yeah, yeah, the yeah. guy <laughs> just like <laughs> it's it's like when you see an mcu scene where it's just green screen everywhere yes right they're tumbling into pillows and stuff it's like what a stupid looking thing that is (laughs) we've just gotten so good at it all right here's uh uh, what's this oh where do you want me to put the doll what do you want me to do with the doll stick it up your ass your ass stick up your ass your ass i like how he says that last bit yeah do just something about (laughs) the way he does it no Um, no it hurts sir here's uh I wrote freaking opposite world with the money. That's a gold card. That's just as good as cash. Not here it ain't. We don't accept credit cards. I don't carry cash, okay? Total opposite today. And yeah, I don't just mean COVID time. I don't even mean COVID time. Like no one does right. checks in cash anymore anywhere. No. Yeah. I used to tell remember there was a there was a period where I used to have to apologize because I was really the only person who used my debit card all the time. I had to apologize to McDonald's. Like, I'm sorry. I don't have any cash. I just got, I know it's $3, but. Exactly. That is the point. That's where I always have to use cash. It's like, oh, I'll hit yeah. the ATM before I go to a, a, a fast food place because I don't want to be the guy who buys a big right. Mac on a credit card. Yeah. Now it's all flipped. And now, just, and now not only have we gone entirely to credit cards, but the pandemic has, has converted those last few holdouts yeah. who yeah. weren't just. Uh, holding their phone an inch away from a receiver, like mm-hmm. now, now you don't even pull out a credit card. Like they, there's no. no, there's no item touching item anymore. Yeah, I don't even yeah. pull out my phone. I do the uh, the watch, the the tap it and yeah, uh, yeah. on the yeah. little reader, and I love it because I don't even use that. I just feels look like at it's them the first time they've seen it. Like, right? Whoa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't even do that. I just look at them and go, trust me, and then I just drive off. It's <laughs> the best me. transaction. Yeah, transaction complete. I swear. <laughs> That's amazing. Kill me. You have your money. Brian Dunaway. <laughs> it is, it's giving me a weird perspective on what money even is anymore when you do stuff like that. It's just like, what did I even do? I tapped my watch. Did something happen? I guess it did. Do I trust it? I don't know. Maybe. Like, it's just a weird, we were living I'll in I'll tell you what makes times. me angry, though, with my wrist when it works. It's right. great. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing this pandemic has done to me. I went yesterday to a place to get an ice cream on a cone. They said, sir, we're sorry. During the pandemic, we don't serve cones. And I'm like, oh, shut up. Yeah. What? Yeah. Shut up. Put because it on they have a to cone. Touch you Because they have to touch your food? I'm going to say, that you, you, what do you, how's the rest of the food getting made? Don't yeah. give me that. They're all wearing gloves now. It's uh, like, what's the this problem is, here? Is this McDonald's again? Because I know on, no. on TMS a couple weeks ago, we had the diatribe about the ice yeah. cream machine always broken. Yeah, This was Chick-fil-A. And I well, was like, come here, on. Enjoy the following link oh. because I gave this to... I gave this to David yesterday. Yeah, Miss, yeah. I, I forgot who I who had brought it up, and it was I've you. I've got this a lot. The, the yeah. of the app that uh, tells you McDonald's uh, ice cream machines are down. Love it. Yes. It's just a That's website. But this guy, the ba- guy, basically hacked their internal API and is placing yeah. these fake orders that don't actually go through. But it's his way of finding out every minute throughout the country what percentage of ice cream machines are being reported as down. And yeah. it's a lot. Look at all those red dots. Mm-hmm. So today man. I learned that uh, Chick Fil A has cones, though. Oh what? well, they used to before the pandemic, and now they can't touch them. Oh, sure? can't throw no. cones. I think you can get them. At- what were you doing licking them before? What are you just give me my cone? 
The plus they have a little paper base to them, right? Don't they have a little wrapper? I know. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Give me your BS. It's, it is BS. My wife said uh, she knew. Or she talked to somebody who said that they're such a pain to fill and clean every day that some managers yeah. and uh, are just like, we're just going to say it's broken because this is that's, worth it. That's all. Wow. But really, all I want is honesty. I'll, I just want to go. Sir, we're not serving the soft serve ice cream anymore, sir. It's just too much trouble. I'd respect that. I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Don't lie to me and tell being me the truth. Yeah, broke. truth, truth mm-hmm. always beats. Yeah, I would I would at yeah. least respect your reasoning. Because mm-hmm. it I'm does really sound proud. like a pain. I'm so. really proud of Child's Play 2 for getting us here. I'm so proud. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well done, right? In the clips and everything. Here. All right, here's uh, oh, something about a POS. Now park this piece of shit. Oh, that is some Doc Cochran business. Mm-hmm. Al, That's you're not going to get right any there. better unless you do what I say and lay down for a while. <laughs> now tell Trixie to bring Oh, my gosh. Yeah. All right. Here's a funny sound. <laughs> All right. That's him in the car. It's gone. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, the teenage daughter, I guess. Or no. Kyle. Oh, sorry, Kyle. Yeah, this is Kyle. I see. I started to conflate. Whatever, Kyle. I started thinking of the daughter in the other movie. It's my fault. All right, here we go. Check it out. But I have a date tonight. Uh huh. That sounds convincing. Jeez. I have a date with a, my acting coach. <laughs> <laughs> don't miss that date. All right. I wanted you to already taste missed too it. many. I don't remember what that this means, but I wanted to taste it. Here we go. I wanted to taste it. Oh, it's just literally him saying I wanted to taste it. Gosh dang it. I hate when I do that. I gotta label those different. What was he wanting to taste? Oh, I think you labeled them perfectly. Yeah, that don't, was exactly. don't change a thing about how you do this because right. great. it's always great to say, uh, I don't know what this is. It's uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh that was my foot. There that you was go. my foot. That was my foot. <laughs> <laughs> Doing this for almost eleven years. All right. Um Here's a hateful child. I hate you. Okay. All right. And then there's this. Whoa. Ah. Okay. That's them playing ah. on the. <laughs> ah, stop it. Whoa. Ah. Ah. <laughs> They're playing on the swing or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. This is not how you pronounce Valium. How about a Valium? Valium. Valium. About it. That, that sounds like how you do pronounce Valium in California. Like, is it? Is it? Yeah. Oh. Valium. In the valley? Yeah, in the valley. <laughs> yeah. Valium. All right. Doc Cochran slash Wormtongue giving some talking here. I got a new game, sport. It's called Hide the Soul. And guess what? You're it. Al, you're going to die if you don't stop drinking. Mm. He's so great. I, you're it. I realize when when you take the visuals away and you give me just the sounds, yeah. there's too much sound in this movie. Oh yeah, it's very that, soundy. The yeah. kid, the kid complaining with the with the sock in his mouth bugs me. <laughs> just hearing it, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, there, here's some more. Here's some kid kid acting 101 right here. It's Chucky. Look out! Shut up! You make feel enjoyable. Kill him! Kill him! Get him! Get the guy! Get the doll! No. Uh, I wish Spielberg would have made this. He's better with kids. All right. <laughs> Same, by the way, same actor, Dunaway, like the kid who plays Andy in, in Child's oh, Play 2. Is he the same two, one as the adults? Yeah, but I, I haven't seen the culto, so I'm, I'm assuming that he, he carries on, but I, I, I could be What's his name? wrong about Andy? that. Alex Vinson is the is the kid's name. He plays Andy Barclay, and he, 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 did the, he definitely did the first and second, and... Oh yeah. I don't think he Justin Whalen. He's played by Justin Whalen in three and Gabriel Bateman in the reboot. But but he's but Alex Vincent, one and two, Curse of Chucky and Cult of Chucky. 
Yeah, Andy, right, right, he played right. Andy in both those, so he's in yeah. Curse and Because he was of. a teenager in the third one, I believe, so I guess he probably, I don't know if he was old enough. His IMDb photo <laughs> is him as a child being possessed, or with Chucky touching his head. So right. he's, he's so clearly not one. into like, hey, can, I want everyone to know imagine? about my job in the South of Central TV series or whatever. You ever think about what your what your life history would be like if, as a child, you were in these really scary movies? I mean, mm-hmm. weird. I mean, it'd be weird for yeah. your kids, right? Like, like okay, if if Vibbit would have gotten the role he was supposed to get on The Shining, mm-hmm. um, it's the, it's the Shining. you would have this amazing thing that you could say. Well, but, here I am now, but check me out in this movie when I was but that, three. That, sure. That's a role, but what that's I, a role but what I that, been, ended up being a podcast. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a, that's not. a role that that wouldn't have put him face to face with a lot of gore and scary stuff. Like this movie, the kid is like the lead. Yeah, you know? I mean, he has to literally put a sock in his mouth and go. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, I think a lot mm. of that though they don't. Like in a lot of kids, horror movies with kids in them, don't they film that stuff separately and they don't, it's mm-hmm. all off camera. Yeah, so the kid is not exposed you to all You can't film a sock separately. That thing is in that kid's mouth. <laughs> yeah, but maybe yeah, the it was. Kid, the kid is tied to the bedposts. Like there, there's no faking that. Yeah. Well, I yeah, would freak and, out. And buy those cheap 90s jump ropes. Remember those? The plastic handles? Those. Here's mm. here's how you get a kid to calm down when you tie him down on, on the thing. Another Valium. Give him a Valium. Valium. <laughs> Valium. All right, here's... Oh, the foster daddy sucks. What the hell is this now? It's Chucky. I told you he'd find me. Tried to take over my soul. Auntie, calm down. Okay, dumb kid. <laughs> this auntie? won't get us killed. Auntie. 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 Oh, she did say like auntie. Hold on. Let me play that bit again. What the hell is this now? It's Chucky. I told you he'd find me. Tried to take over my soul. Andy, calm down. She said, Andy. Yeah. Andy. She did do that. She had that uh, Shit's Creek. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Catherine O'Hara. Yeah, yeah Catherine O'Hara. Moira. Moira. <laughs> Freaking Moira. Andy. Dude. That's great. Oh, look at this clip. Uh, so, this is not from your mom, but this is something I hacked from your hard drive. <laughs> I was hoping you got this. This uh, is not from your mom. This is you trying to find the bra clip on your prom night's dress or on her, oh, just her bra okay. clip, right? This is later in the evening, and this is what you said. Uh, no. Where is it? Where, where, where is it? Uh, ah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. You were really relieved there at the end that you finally found it. At no point was I ever that fast. <laughs> Even today. For for me, this is, this is like a a ridiculously this week only joke. Uh, that was Rudy Giuliani digging around in his pants looking for something. Yeah, <laughs> I started that movie. Thanks, Here's the problem with Borat movies. I started it, and I like those movies, and I find him to be a genius. And I don't know how he ends up doing half of what he does, but I can only go about ten minutes, and then I need a break, and then I yeah, can do another ten, and then I need a break. Like I. The people, the situations he gets in, let's just say there's, okay, there's a moment with a cupcake in this thing, this new movie, that the following scene after a cupcake was consumed, without spoiling anything, made me so squirmy. I was losing my <laughs> I know mind. know exactly what you're talking about. It was so hard, and I had to take a break. Yeah. Then I came back, finished the scene. Yeah. Okay, moving on to the next one. I just have, that's how, I can only watch Borat in 10 minutes 
Yeah. It's a bit much. It's a yeah. bit much. Too, bad, too bad Quibi isn't a thing anymore. It'd have been perfect. Oh, oh yeah. Too soon. Oh, man. <laughs> Quibi, Quibi. Quibi only lasted Poor less than Quibi. six months. No five one and a half this coming. No. <laughs> five and a half months that thing lasted. So think of all the things that went longer than that. And there you go. All right. I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm alive. I don't remember what that was about. The mom, was it? <laughs> Who was that? Was that the girl? I'm alive. Uh, I'm alive. I don't it's know. somebody making fun of him for thinking the doll's alive, right? Yeah. Uh, gotta be. Gotta be the scene. mom. Stepmom. She was a poop. She was All right. a poop. All uh, right. Yeah. Here's a, here's a th- uh, thing I never said to anyone ever. Get lost, microchip. Get lost, microchip. Oh, yeah, microchip. Oh, the alive is the down. teacher. This is the teacher. I'm alive. I'm alive. She was reading the oh. poem. Oh, yeah. oh, Beth Grant. Yeah, what's that? Yeah, I can yeah. do that. Yeah, she was doing that uh, when she was reading to the kids before or during class. Right. Bush or whatever. Oh, okay. She was doing the yeah. She was doing the Pinocchio reading. That's right. Yep. That's right. I wrote here the three Andes. Andy, Andy, Andy. There you go. <laughs> one more time. Andy. <laughs> Did you edit those together? Or nope. Was that all one scene? No. Nope, one or scene. One. Which is why it annoyed me because I'm like, oh, that's not paced very well. You don't go right. Andy, right. Andy, Andy. I'm like, come on. It's dumb. Andy, 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 Andy. Andy. <laughs> Here's where I wrote, I wrote ball grasp. I'm not going to try to fun- understand what it is. Oh, yeah. Here we go. <gasps> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah ball, it's ball supposed gasp. to be ball gasp. I wrote yeah, grasp. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If well, that sound good. doesn't take you back to playing four oh, square no, in elementary man. school, then I, oh, you yeah, know, you, there's no hope for you. Or dodgeball. This is what that reminds me of. <laughs> dodgeball. It's those red balls. Getting I feel right. so sorry for all the people in all the cultures that didn't ever play Foursquare, because Foursquare is such a great game. Foursquare mm. is a great game, and still should be played now. People play Foursquare. And if you don't know the rules, it's on the internet. That's the great thing about the internet. It's on there. Alright, shit and pull over. Shit! Pull over. Alright. <laughs> That's a pretty good Brad Dorif shit. Shit! Sh- he really pushes out the shit. <laughs> Alright. Uh, they re- What? Oh, they really like the cop foley in this movie. This happened multiple times, so I'll just play some of it. When there was like an aftermath moment, man, they cranked up that police radio. They love doing that. Mm-hmm. And you have to listen. You have to try to make it out. Yep. Right. Uh, with the 511 in progress. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. uh, we got a 5150 at the, uh, <laughs> the, the Van Halen yeah, corner, corner of Van and Halen. Uh, can we uh, get down there and... All right, here is a echo you would never make in a warehouse like that. No! You wouldn't do that. You're no. surrounded by cardboard. Knock it off. There's no there's no echo. You dumb movie. That that is one of the biggest big no's I've ever heard. Big node. It's a big no. Big node? Big, big node. node. <laughs> it's a big node. You heard that, right? All right. Time for this. It's the film sack checklist. No one has that turkey knife anymore. <laughs> Jack. Yeah. Uh, yes, I do. Do you totally have one? Do. Oh, it's man. In, God, yes, we do too. And we use it for Thanksgiving every year. Yeah. It's stored in the cupboard above the fridge for some reason. That little cupboard. that Right yeah. next to all the 1980s Tupperware. <laughs> yeah. It's stored in the giant cook pot that we use for the turkey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have not I seen one of those knife. since I was in high school. So, yeah. And exactly yeah. where we keep it too, in that little cabinet above the fridge. Well, yeah. What a lazy thing. <laughs> Muffin tin. 
<laughs> I'm I'm here to tell you, like when you make a freaking uh, ribeye roast, a standing roast, there is nothing better for cutting it than that knife. Mm. Oof. I mean, Oof. for big for big beef, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, for big beef. <laughs> Thank you for yeah, agreeing with me. Yeah. For for I agree beef. with that. I think it would be turkey. I could go either way. Just give me a knife. Not a big deal. All right. Uh, I wouldn't want to die in those pajamas either. Check. His, those dad pajamas are yeah, bad. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Uh, your movie only had seven deaths, and that's lame for a horror movie. Check. Yeah. More deaths, please. I know you only had 84 <laughs> minutes, the shortest of the series, but come on. Let's have some killings, and let's make them gnarly. Okay? No, all right. Right. Soundtrack grade, I give it a A E H M for all eights. Sorry. What did I write? <laughs> all all eights horror movies? All eighties? All eighties? No. Movie? Maybe. No, maybe. I must have meant that. I wrote eights. Yeah, all eighties horror horror movie. Boy, I'm doing the good work here. Uh yes, that's what I meant. Uh well done on that. Hey, it's time for the Twitter post. It's where you guys sum it up in two hundred and eighty characters or less. Uh let's start with Randy. Well, Child's Play 2, delightfully gross, wickedly fun, a romp for all kinds of people, except children, prudes, uh, those who are faint of heart, and those who are too old to enjoy themselves, just like a Saturday night at Ibbett's house. Oh, man. <laughs> That's my favorite kind but of Saturday night at Ibbett's house. Brian Dunaway. Oh, hi. Child's Play 2, because sometimes you have to fight a resurrected demon doll inhabited by the spirit of a serial killer currently hiding in the basement of your foster home with an electric carving turkey knife. Part two. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Uh, finally, Brian Ibbett. Child's Play 2, a harsh criticism of America's rabid consumerism and the realities of our failing foster care system. I'm just kidding. It's a killer doll movie. Uh, well done. Yeah, there's nothing to take home here. That's for sure. Look what's been handed to me here. I got on my hands a piece of paper that says these were the alternate title titles. It was almost called Blade 4. It's in my arm. Because <laughs> they remember he put a blade in his yeah. arm. Uh-huh. We didn't even talk about that. That was weird. Uh, or talked about it in my intro, but that's it. Oh yeah, that's true. And this yeah, was besides like, that. Mm. Now my next t- the next title depends on where it was set. I thought it was set in New York. Am I wrong? Is it in Chicago? New York? Chicago. Yeah. Well, shit. It doesn't work because I called it the, the New York doll. Moving on. Hey, yeah, I actually <laughs> I actually had the words "running scared" in my intro originally. Oh well, I screwed that up. Uh, whole, uh, hello, Sackers says our first email. This came to us at filmsackageemail.com. This is from Neil. He says he's been a film sack listener since Plan Nine from Outer Space. That's a good entry oh, point. Wow. Says hello, Sackers. Uh, recently finished Classic Doom for the first time, aka the first three chapters. And for me, I can't understand why I didn't like it. Most of it I can get behind. Even Rosamund Pike's startled look. LOL. But you'd think they didn't CGI up the rock to turn him into a cyber demon. Why didn't they do that? Yeah. It feels like mm. this short stone's throw from whatever they did to make him the Scorpion King. Also, I understand, or I can understand why they didn't put the spider demon in the movie because it would be like the squid in Watchmen, but no cyber demon. I mean, come on, LOL. Thanks for keeping up the great work, <laughs> Neil. He, like, he puts lots of LOLs in his yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he really? Do you think he's really laughing out loud that much though while he's writing it? I hope so. Maybe he's oh just laughing. I question. I question people's guys. Use of are you really <laughs> laughing out loud? My mom actually has lately started ending emails or or like messenger messages with LOL to mean lots of love, and it is driving crazy. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. Really? That's great. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. Oh my gosh, I love that. She just, because it's so it's so easy to then 
make it so bad to say like, <laughs> hey, I'm really sorry, you guys, that, you know, that your dog died. LOL. Yeah, right. I know. Right. <laughs> My mom does this, Perfect. but with uh, like seven, she discovered emojis. So she'll do like seven emojis at the end of everything. And none of them oh, make nice. any sense. It's like, excited to see the baby at the thing. Chocolate cake, a guy's <laughs> hand, and a baby, a picture of a dog. Don't even send a picture yeah. of a dog. It's like a plant. Yeah, like all random stuff, like a pen and a piece of paper. It's like, mom, what are you doing? I think she just isn't just random. You, yeah. And just like, send you an eggplant. You're like, okay, mom. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think this means what you think it means. Right. She's just doing what the kids are doing. I just love the pictures. <laughs> uh, all right. Here's one from Sam from Stockton. And he says, hey, guys, I just heard the recent Gremlins 2 sacked episode. Wanted to see if anyone's made their own fan film of the property and found this one on YouTube. Look it up called Gremlins colon recall. Oh, Uh, now that sounds interesting. He says it looks actually good. Great episode as always. Thanks for the magnificent, entertaining and informative reviews of all these years. Uh, So from Sam. Well, Sam, thank you for that. Uh, I am going to check it out. Somebody made a fan film. And uh, Mm -hmm. I'm curious what that looks like. Because sometimes yeah, and good, you know. And just a few days after we recorded that episode, um, toy company decided to come out with a brand new advent calendar based on the Gremlins oh, franchise, yeah, and specifically about mm. on Gremlins too. It's a movie theater. The advent calendar is the movie theater, and each little door that you open up is a seat, and it's uh, one of the different Gremlins from Gremlins too. Oh, you're kidding! Oh yeah, look at this. It's yeah, called okay. That. So Google uh, Gremlins countdown calendar, calendar, and you'll find it. Uh, fifty bucks. Oh, and they're little, they're little figurines, little plastic figurines. Yeah, of like all the different. Uh, oh, I didn't. Different. I, 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 I confused that in my head when you and said it. Gizmo I thought, is the twenty fifth. Oh yeah. Well, the don't yeah, spoil you gotta, it. You've got a couple Spoiler. fuzzy, uh, fuzzy mogwais. You've got a couple uh, cocoons. You got the lightning bolt gremlin. Wow. Or the electricity gremlin. I can't tell. Look at the the pictures are too small, but I think the brainy gremlin is in there. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's in here in the front with a suit on. Oh okay, all right. Um, I think that's who that's supposed to be. I'm not sure now, but the guy with like the 3D glasses in there. You got the guy with the Phantom the of the Opera. Yeah, oh, there's yeah. the lady, the one lady. Yeah, and then a bunch of random ones that just look like regular gremlins. And then some proto-looking gremlins or something? Yeah, some like uh, ghost-spirity-looking gremlins. like. Uh, oh, either that or their post-destruction, uh, like when they turn on. Oh, melty, melty gremlins. Yeah. Sunlight gremlins. Oh, and then the electric... Did you say the electric guy? He's in there. Yeah, the lightning guy, yeah. Yeah, it's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want this now, but whatever. Yeah, sure. What do I Who know? Who doesn't? Uh, I use this better than an advent calendar because an advent calendar is usually just 25 toys. This is right, 31, right. so oh, wow. you got to start this thing around oh, Thanksgiving oh. if you get it for Christmas. On the 30th day of Christmas? That doesn't work as well. No. You stop at 12. All right. Uh, <laughs> hey, that's uh, it for your emails. Filmsack at gmail.com. Please keep those coming. We love them. Our next film and our final film of our Sacktober this year of 2020 will be the original 1982 Poltergeist. Yeah. Yeah, because we've seen the second one. Now yeah. it's time to watch yeah. the first one. And I can it's, a, it's a it's the perfect Halloween film. Like I, this I agree. is, I agree. This is a movie that you do put on on Halloween when you have people over to watch a scary movie. Yes, the and movie I, that scared me so much I had to leave the theater and pee. Yep. Oh, I know. Run he pee. was and he was forty two at the time. Can you imagine? I was. Yeah. So true. <laughs> yeah. Um. 
no, I I uh, really really have fond feelings for Poltergeist, and uh, it will be good to see this in the light or shadow of the sequel, which is not good. Uh, at least comparatively, it's not good. Right, right. So we'll have lots to say about that, and we'll be ending our our Sectober and marking our eleven years on the air. Oh wow! Of film sack, yeah, yep. I mean, no one really celebrates eleven, but last year was ten, and that was a big deal. So that was a big, yeah. But here we this are. This is a big deal. Yeah, big freaking deal. <laughs> so check that out. That's next week right here on FilmSack. In the meantime, FilmSack.com is the web address where you'll find all the things that you might need. If you know how the internet works, hot damn, you're there. Uh, like I said, FilmSack at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at FilmSack. And you can leave us reviews wherever you get your podcasts. That'll do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. I don't carry cash. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Whoa. Ah! <laughs> <laughs>